following program may contain coarse language, suggestive dialogue, and discussion of violent imagery and sexual situations. It is intended for mature listeners who can tell the difference between facts and opinions. Welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast, episode number 161. One good kill deserves another. With Kill the Kill Gun, let's give Sentai a warm welcome to the block, shall we? The Toonami Faithful Podcast starts now. everybody and welcome to the Toonami Faithful Podcast for the week of August 9th, 2015. I am your host, Jim Nelson, and with me tonight is... Paul Skrill, the founder of ToonamiFaithful.com. And... ASM Ride to Rail Maddox. Yep, it's just the three of us this week. And... Uh, <laughs> yes, indeed. Oh, my. And um, actually, as, <laughs> as a uh, quick aside for everybody here... Um, Sketch has decided to take a bit of a mental health break for the rest of the month of August. So I will be your host for the rest of this month. So the sheriff has spoken, people. The sheriff has indeed spoken. So, well, and we're all screwed. (laughs) (laughs) Not necessarily. Not necessarily. You know how quickly I like to move things along and keep things going. So that is always keeping in that tradition. Here we are right away with the Sword Art Online 2 episode recap, and it starts right now. Cue the music, baby! Sword Art Online 2, Episode 18, The Forest House. During a date at Andrew, otherwise known as Agil's Cafe, Kazuto and Asuna start talking about their old home in Aincrad. Andrew tells them about the revealed contents of the upcoming ALO update, including the introduction of the 21st through 30th floors of New Aincrad. On Christmas Eve, when the update takes place, the group challenges the 21st floor boss, and after a fierce battle, the group manages to reach the 22nd floor, and Kirito and Asuna purchase their old home again. Watch out for the home loans, kids. <laughs> Later on, as the group does homework at the house, inside the game? Wait, I thought games were supposed to keep you away from doing homework. I don't know. They're doing it wrong. <laughs> Lizbeth asks Asuna if she heard of stories about Ab- Absolute Sword, otherwise known as Zeken, an unbeatable player who has likely converted his or her avatar from another game and is challenging other players at an island on the 24th floor. As Asuna was away during the new year and did not have access to the internet, she is unaware of the story. The group decides to challenge Zeken, but Lifa and Lizbeth are all beaten easily. Silica notes that players would likely continue to challenge the mysterious player as they are betting a powerful 11-hit original sword skill. Kirito also fights Zeken and loses. Asuna decides to challenge the player herself, but at that moment she notices that it is already past her dinner time. Before she logs out, she asks Lizbeth if Zeken could be an SAO survivor. Lizbeth replies that she asked Kirito what he thought about Zeken after battling him or her. He replied that the player could not have been an SAO survivor, survivor as his dual blade skill would have been given to him in, or her instead of him, him being Kirito. 
So uh, that was it for Sword Art Online 2. Um, a lot of slower moments in this show. A lot of nice decom... If there's one thing that Sword Art allows its viewers to do pretty well, see, I am capable of being nice to Sword Art people, so shut up! <laughs> Dumbasses. Um, there's a lot of decompression moments that Sword Art allows you ha to have for an episode. Uh, there was that episode... There was at least one episode uh, where... Kirito, uh, you know, is getting used to life after SAO in the first series. And now we get this in the second series. So there's yes. all the, there's all that nice stuff. Uh, what did you folks think of the episode? Oh, I enjoyed it. You know, I was looking for Kirito to um, look at Asuna's booty again and this time actually grab it and squeeze it, you know. <laughs> That's hey, kind of hard to do with everybody else in the harem around and not having. Dude, it does not else. matter. He's the harem master, dude. He can just fake it like, oops, hand <laughs> slip. Hey, look here. We have all did that at some point, you know. <laughs> you know being a nerd, man, you know, I have a handful of books, man, and then I, like, kind of, like, pulled a little trip up and then, like, oops, and my hand, like, touched the booty and squeezed. It's like, I'm so sorry, you know, <laughs> but, you know, you gotta be so, hey, and they said nerds are not freaking capable of, um, con you know, making contact with women the way we're supposed to. If anything, they're I capable just, of worse things. <laughs> yes, we are. <laughs> haven't you ever, oh, yeah. haven't you people ever seen Revenge of the Nerds? I mean, come on. <laughs> Hey, I own the whole series, man. <laughs> yeah. Well, you are the pistol packing Urkel, so. <laughs> yeah. Hey, did I do that? <laughs> did I splatter? Did I splatter your face everywhere? Did I do? <laughs> uh, Paul, what, <laughs> Paul, what did you think of this episode? Eh, nothing. Nothing really happened, so there wasn't really much to go by. But I do find it interesting that Kirito wasn't able to defeat this guy because pretty much. Everybody he's come up against, he's been able to defeat. Mm -hmm. I mean, not real easily, but pretty much by the end of the fight, he's he's beaten this person. Oh, yeah. All so, fall before Kitty Toe's double swords. Right. And plus, he didn't use that. Um, it was It's not the dual blade thing. It's double sword or whatever it is now. I got confused. Yeah, right? I, forget, I forget the name of it, too. But then again, right. you know, watching this series at 2 a.m., I'm not necessarily uh, at my best and stuff. Right. Maybe you need to read the light novels, Jim. <laughs> <laughs> Data monkey want a banana? Data monkey want a banana? Monkey want a banana? And you know what? I actually bought some bananas this week. Of course. <laughs> Anyways, hey, hey, you said um, that we didn't. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, so uh, the other thing that that like puzzles me is where he's he's actually like talking to this guy. You, mm -hmm. you obviously don't hear what he says, but it's just like they were fighting and then they just pause and start talking, and then oh, all of a sudden that's anime one hundred and one, <laughs> right? So there's obviously something to that. So I'm wondering if Kirito didn't defeat him or maybe even her. Probably because by doing that, you get a different skill and maybe he wants Asuna to get this other skill. Who knows? I mean, well, he, uh, I don't know. I mean, this is the kind of stuff that I wish Sword Art would elaborate on a little bit more. I mean, Log Horizon did it. Why can't SAO? Um, <laughs> That's the whole difference. This <laughs> SAO and Log Horizon. <laughs> exactly. I just started watching uh, Log Horizon again, and, you know, I'm two episodes in, and I see all this uh, explanation about game systems while also giving me action. For all we know, Kirito, can, uh, Kirito would be able to use the skill, but, you know, if he does let 
Asuna have it. For all we know, she can't use it. You know, so that's the that's the kind of stuff I really wish they would explain a little bit more and uh, and stuff like that. I mean, uh, they did they did explain a bit about sword art, you know, the first game, but um, it felt like they just it's like, yeah, yeah, you know, you get you kids who are watching this know your MMOs. You figure this out. I don't want to figure it out. I want you to tell me I'm lazy. I've played I've played MMOs. I've played Dota 2. I kind of know you know how everything falls in a tank dps or healer i see no healers ever anywhere in this game <laughs> right kirito well, is, I mean, I mean, is your dps master <laughs> well again it, it's just interesting that you know he would he would he defeats pretty much everybody that he sees and then this person right after he's done talking to him easily gets defeated it's just like huh okay <laughs> Whatever. It's well, like he a, didn't get easily defeated, man. You know, they kind of, you know, he went yeah. at it, but oh, yeah. I think it seemed like it, to be honest with you. I, I think what we're trying to get at is this this is like when Goldberg gets hit with a taser. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Kirito has this reputation as being undefeatable, and, you know, uh, and then all of a sudden he just has his aura of invincibility broken by some character we haven't even met yet. A newbie on top of that. Exactly. Right. So. So it, it should be interesting going forward what happens in this, especially since we have a long way to go. <laughs> we well, got no, like no, no, no. We have we have uh, Erica Mendez stepping in next episode. So yeah, yay! This should be interesting. That's what I'm as long as we don't see a kill a kill half naked person in Sword Art Online, I think we'll be okay. <laughs> well, uh, no comment there. But that does con- <laughs> that does conveniently that does conveniently lead into our tsunami talkbacks, mm-hmm. and we have some uh, brand new participants in these, which is why I overloaded on talkbacks this week. Uh, at Gamer for Life one two three, tsunami gamer says, "I will be tweeting. Don't lose your way when Yuki appears and certain moments." <laughs> relating to relating to Erica Mendez and her character. Congratulations. Who we will meet? This, who we will meet this week? <laughs> mm-hmm. At SLDFMA, for people tired of Kirito, I hope you enjoy this arc. I like having Asuna as the focus. It's really a nice change of pace. Yeah, also, you just uh, like looking at the booty. <laughs> also, we we feel like she isn't a useless. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, that would not so, not so much useless. So much as uh unfairly pushed to the background because right yeah I'm thinking i'm just thinking to myself all the time like geez come on like you build up asana to be this great character and then you just push her aside <laughs> right i mean that's that's where it all started it started with her and kirito so it's kind of like you know maybe you want to bring her back and give her own arc which they did in this one so supposedly be, <laughs> supposedly so it should be good it should be good to see what going forward in this uh this arc series i just remember saying to myself over the last couple episodes oh my god they let asana do something (laughs) (laughs) gamer for at gamer for life one two three strikes again omfg the feels when kirito and asana reunited with the forest house reunited and it feels so good (laughs) (laughs) well you know um we can say that word now, now that Sketch isn't here. Feels, 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 
At Lord of the Suplex says, heh, Leafa and Yui tried pulling a Jigglypuff on Kirito. <laughs> For those of you who don't know, um, uh, if you remember uh, Pokemon, there was a running gag for a bit where Jigglypuff would be singing using the marker as an impromptu microphone. Everything, everything and everybody around her would fall asleep because that's what Sing does in the games. So she'd get angry at people falling asleep and draw mustaches and stuff and other things all over people's faces. Only thing that was mentioned was that was um those um bitch slaps also. <laughs> that was on thing missing because you. I think didn't Jigglypuff bitch slap people like when it fell asleep? Uh, not really. Uh, Chancy did. Chancy did more of the bitch slapping because that's one of her attacks is double slap. So, no oh, pimp name Chancy, huh? Gotcha. <laughs> pimp <laughs> name Chancy. <laughs> Good God, I want that uh, image out of my head. At <laughs> <laughs> right this moment. Air, kill your childhood. Air slap, Darrell. <laughs> slap, slap, slap. <laughs> at that faithful says, Kirito and Asuna alone in the cabin yet again. Did they have sex yet? No. Now, you gotta be, thi- you gotta be thinking at least threesome there, Kirito. Yeah. At least. Derek, Just air for the win. At Derek Sickink says, Zach N for the fucking win. Okay. Yeah, well, I mean, Japanese and your stupid puns. I know. Anyways, I was, can we just put T instead of Zayn and then Tekken for the fucking win instead? Yeah. <laughs> Tekken's something I actually like, especially Tekken 3. Damn right. If you don't like Tekken 3, you're a horrible person and very likely a sexual deviant. <laughs> and that is Jim Nelson for the win. <laughs> at Mike Jin X89 says, This virtual life equals real life message doesn't work at all, especially when the virtual life tried to murder them years ago. All is fair. <laughs> Sometimes you just gotta retreat to the dang on virtual world to actually get a dose of reality. <laughs> at Meowth900 says, Hey, Allison, all that. Hey! <laughs> All that talking in Sword Art Online 2 made me think Naruto Shippuden was on half an hour early. <laughs> wow. Allison just burned it right there. That's a hot take. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see the devious smile on Allison's face for that comment. <laughs> no, I her just imagine, voice. She's just doing her uh, ice bear monotone laugh like, ha ha. <laughs> 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 oh, yes. We bear bears. Yes. Ice bear wants justice. <laughs> just goes back to that just goes back to that uh joke right yeah. black man chinese man and a white man walking the bar <laughs> <laughs> what a wonderfully integrated community <laughs> at Killatubby, benjamin pajon says if you want a touching moment then don't make the cabin the new harem house it kills the moment i don't know about that sometimes you just got to do it in your own home my big problem was like, why would you do homework in the game? I mean, I understand the, the uh, study thing, but at the same time, it's like I said earlier, games are there to make sure you don't do your homework. You're supposed to rot your brain in a video game, not improve it. <laughs> Tell that to Tetris and puzzle games. Oh, well, you know, in that case, I was like, I guess when you look at it from that part, you know, uh, what it is, neuroplasticity and stuff. Yeah. That's actually a good good way to go about that. You know, we use that a lot in psychology sometimes, especially for brain dead people like Paul, you know. <laughs> Things like that kind of keeps his, his mind sharp. My favorite way to keep my mind sharp, 
playing Dota 2 and laughing at the, all the idiots that take it way too seriously. <laughs> and we have another new challenger at Afro underscore Ninja underscore BD. Search Supercharged on Twitter. You'll probably find him easier. I would just like to say hashtag Don Machi is way better than SAO2. Don Machi, for those of you who don't know, is... Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? Yes, I had to take a breath before I said that name. <laughs> no, it's, it's not wrong to pick up a girl in a dungeon. Most of the time, it's BDNSM. And for those oh of you God. who don't, and for those of you who don't even know the name of the series, it's the one with Hestia, Miss Ribbon Boobs. Yes, yeah, Lolly Boobs. Mm-hmm. And man, what a rank! <laughs> I just think you know. <laughs> let me stop there. What does that say about us that we're constantly referencing other things while talking about Sword Art Online too? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we can see the value of um, <laughs> everything, but it means that Terrell has corrupted our minds. That's a fucking lie. <laughs> no, it's I, not. <laughs> I merely coaxed out what was lying with deep with Terrell, inside you. Terrell, <laughs> I'm going to say two words that define and make my case. Want to know what those are? Yeah, go ahead and say it. Your Twitter. <laughs> Done. Can't argue, with, can't argue with that. <laughs> my Twitter is innocent. <laughs> yeah, well, it's already been proven guilty. <laughs> it's, a, it's about as innocent as a four-time DUI loser. <laughs> <laughs> well, that wouldn't be me. <laughs> Not you, no. <laughs> so that will wrap it up for the Sword Art Online 2 recap. And yep. And now moving along, uh, I guess kind of quickly to the news. And we have a lot of it. And it starts right now. News. From Facebook, Twitter, and the official Toonami Tumblr, this is Toonami News, powered by ToonamiFaithful.com. Tsunami ratings for August 1st, 2015. These are the 18 to 34 numbers, which are as follows. At midnight, Dragon Ball Z Kai did 925,000 viewers. Kill a Kill, 729,000 viewers. That's pretty damn good. Michiko and Hachin, 652,000. Sword Art Online 2, 602,000. Naruto Shippuden, 577,000. One Piece, 527,000, and Attack on Titan brings us home with 456,000 viewers. That is the 18 to 34 numbers, just to reiterate. And now for the total ratings. Dragon Ball Z Kai, 1,608,000. It's a new record! Kill a kill. Hmm? <laughs> we'll get to that in a second. Yes. Kill a Kill, 1,284,000. Wonderful send-off for Kill a Kill. Michiko and Hachin, 1,104,000. Sword Art Online with a slight uptick. Uh, actually, no, excuse me, I was looking ahead. Sword Art Online 2 with 1,020,000. Naruto Shippuden with a slight uptick at 1,025,000. Then people went to bed and the bars closed. One Piece had 878,000. And Attack on Titan brings us home at 793,000 viewers. So, yep, pretty much we were up across the board as I looked at the uh, numbers from last year. But also, 
uh, five of seven shows that 71% of the block cleared 1 million viewers. Dragon Ball Z Kai had a 1.06 household share, which is damn good. Anytime we get a 1.0 household, that's impressive. Um, Dragon Ball Z Kai beat last year's Attack on Titan by 600,000 viewers. And the average number of total viewers across the block versus last year was up by 314,714 people. So that's pretty damn good delivery, I would say. Now, as we are uh, unfortunately recording this later in the week due to technical difficulties uh, on my end and everybody's end, because I guess it's yes, comp- okay. He's lying, people. What happened was the real spill booze on <laughs> sound equipment. So we had to record it over tonight. My bad. Sorry, Jim. I love you. It wasn't your fault. <laughs> yeah, I, I, know, I, I know, man. I'm sorry, you know. Juggling bottles of Jack Daniels and Cavassier and vodka all together, man. It's just wrong. You know, I apologize. If, if you actually did that, I would probably put that on Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> but, but we have we have what we deem breaking news. It's, it's about as hot off the press as we can get for a Toonami Faithful podcast, considering we're recording this late in the week. Let me take this since I have the numbers in front of me. All right, okay. so... Dragon Ball Z Kai, and obviously we will read the complete number of ratings next week, as we always do, because we don't do two sets of ratings in one week. But um, this news is so good that we have to put it in here. Uh, Dragon Ball Z Kai has, is the first show on Toonami, to, well, on Adult Swim's Toonami, because I need to make sure that people know this, mm-hmm. Adult Swim's Toonami to eclipse 2 million. <laughs> surpasses 2 million viewers guys yeah. we could not have bigger smiles right now when we saw those numbers that is insane it is insane and um the exact number was two million fifteen thousand. so that is that is really good and another historic thing that sentai thanks to us reported today which is a comic much about a What's that? They ain't much saying thanks to us. <laughs> hey, well, you think we have a million? Hey, do you think there's a million of you, me, and Darrell to be watching this show? <laughs> <laughs> well, thanks to us giving them the correct information. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I guess I can say thanks to Colt, even though everybody should know that it's Colt by now. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, here's what happened. The Kame got killed coming off of Dragon Ball Z Kai did 1.8 million viewers in the ratings that my friends is the highest series premiere of any show on adult swims tsunami to date that's so, fantastic it is fantastic and Made um, plastic, <laughs> plastic. <laughs> um and if you don't if you will allow me jim i'd like to talk about this a little bit um yep go right ahead so there's a, there's kind of this i guess there's this question out there about how did this happen? Because the, you know, how the hell did we get 2 million now and not earlier? Um, and especially because we haven't hit the Frieza saga, so to speak, where we're, well, we're, we're, we're in the freeze. If I may correct, uh, we are in the Frieza saga, but we haven't gotten to the Frieza fight proper. Right. Right. So, I mean, a lot of people are like, okay, this is, I mean, we're not really there yet. So is this what that was or was it something else? Um, I do agree with people out there that it has to do with, um, 
Resurrection F having a sneak preview on Toonami, I think that did help. And it being um, in theaters. And it being in theaters. But I also think what that did, because that was the week before, um, I think what that did is people realized that it was actually on Toonami. And we got a lot of new viewers in on top of who actually watches it at midnight. And because of that, we got over 2 million people watching Dragon Ball Z Kai. Um, to me, that's the only logical thing. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think it's like a freak thing. I think it's something that, you know, people saw that it was actually on and were like, holy shit, I need to watch this. And it could also be the fact that people went, Tsunami's back on? I need to f-ing watch this. <laughs> <laughs> because believe it or not, we're almost at, I want to say, uh, three and a quarter years, maybe almost half. Thereabouts. Yeah. Uh, and we still are having people. <laughs> and believe it or not, saying that Toonami's back on? <laughs> oh, you know, there's, o- there's only so many uh, people, you know, we can reach. And, you know, there's always going to be more pe- more and more and more people going, wait a minute, Toonami's back? And this and that and everything else. They could be like, Tsunami's, they, these might have been the same people that poo-pooed Toonami coming back without Dragon Ball Z. And now, because those friggin' idiots uh, got their precious DBZ back, you know, now they're going to actually tune and watch it to the benefit of the rest of the block yes but i fucking hate y'all though because y'all should have been on on board from day one yeah exactly you weren't and so, fans, you were dragon ball z fans <laughs> exactly and again and it, we're not gonna we're not gonna go into the ratings we're not gonna actually go into what those ratings were we'll talk about it a little bit more next week but i mean this is this is definitely a historical time for tsunami um, it's kind of funny because i have people come in the library and it's like Oh, did you know that uh, DBZ? Back? I was like, look, yeah, I know about it. I was like, I actually do a podcast with some friends of mine about it. I was like, you want to listen to it? Yeah. It's like, well, how do you know? Did I just not tell you? <laughs> Bitch, did I stutter? Oh, <laughs> dude, that almost came out one day. <laughs> it really did because they had a DBZ DVD in their hand too, man. <laughs> oh yeah. And you know, for some reason, I feel kind of nasty oh, and dirty. So I have to touch those. <laughs> People don't know until you advertise, and a perfect advertisement was Funimation saying at at least two, maybe three cons before this uh, sneak peek came on Toonami that it was going to be on Toonami, and you know I think that that really did help. Um, yep. It's also out on YouTube, so a lot of people are seeing it. Ours is the official one. Thank you. And you know, gotta thank Caboose and JMB for um you know their contributions as well. Mm-hmm. Actually, yeah, fuck you, JMB. I still don't like your Saints loving ass. <laughs> oh, come on. How can you not like Southampton? <laughs> <laughs> he knows why I don't like you. He knows why. And yes, JMB, I am flipping you the bird right now, also. <laughs> so, um, and by the way, we do actually on tsunamifaithful.com, we have kind of like a retrospective of series premieres of shows from the start all the way through to now. From 2012, what, we mean. <laughs> right, from from 2012 all the way up from now. Because, again, this is only the Adult Swim's tsunami. I don't want to hear people saying, well, during the Cartoon Network days, we this got... This is not Cartoon Network exactly, anymore, people. But we, we, we got almost $4 million for Dragon Ball Z. I'm like, I don't care about those numbers. I care this about... This is not your little brother's tsunami anymore. <laughs> exactly. So, you know, just keep this in perspective. Keep this, you know understand that this is the Adult Swim version of Toonami, and when you hear 2 million viewers, that's 
fucking good. That's what we were actually getting. We were getting over two million viewers during the April Fools. The numbers don't lie. Yes, yeah, right. I'm gonna be Paul's anger um now. Exactly. Numbers most certainly do not lie. Exactly. So I'm I'm very I'm very pleased with this. Jason didn't. Jason really hasn't said anything, but somebody said something to him about One Piece, and he said, included in his answer, he said something along the lines of, "This was the great, quite possibly the greatest week in ratings for us." Mm-hmm. So, I think they're very happy with what they're seeing. Oh, I'm yeah. sure that, I'm he sure is fucking happy about the ratings. Get off his back. Mm-hmm. Are just you because, his just because Jason doesn't say anything doesn't mean that he's not paying attention to it. He's got exactly. so many other things to worry about. He actually has a life, and he's doing the things that kind of keep us going with Tsunami. So mm-hmm. you ungrateful bastards should be really appreciative of that. <laughs> and if you don't, I'm just going to go and get the belt. And I'm just going to come to your house, and I'm just going to tell you to bend over. And, yeah, we're going to handle this old-school Southern style. <laughs> don't make me get no switch. <laughs> <laughs> um, so... That's pretty much the breaking news. Um, I don't know if you guys want to comment a little bit. There's nah, we not get a heck of a lot to comment on. I mean, you know, what, but what do I say whenever we uh, have something like have a development like this? Keep it up. Yeah. You know, you know what this will mean. This will mean more. Uh, this will mean more money, higher production values for Intruder Two when that happens this fall. And we well, get better shows, people. Well, I think I think pretty much by now Intruder Two is probably done, but. I mean, this this definitely means that they can go out and get better shows. Who knows? They, you know, if we keep up ratings that are close to this, because I don't really think until we get to Goku at least fighting Frieza that we may come close to this. But mm-hmm. you know, if we stay with five shows getting over a million, and we stay with getting close to two million for the first show, I think that right there is going to get us more money and more of a budget for Toonami to do things. And that's really what we're looking for right now. Mm-hmm. So hopefully that'll happen. And hopefully, you know, you guys will continue to watch because, you know, that's, what's going to do it. Ratings do it. Yes. Tweeting does do it as well, but not as much as ratings. Mm-hmm. So, um, really quick, Paul, in terms of household share, uh, did both Akamega kill and, uh, DBZ get, uh, at least a 1.0? I'm sure, um, DBC yeah. Kai did, but I don't know if uh, Akame did. That's a good question. Let me. You're talking about 18 to 49? No, I'm talking about a household share, like you household know, 1.0. 1.0. Well, let me bring my. Look at my trusty phone here where I can pull up Tsunami News. Mm-hmm. This may take a minute. Um, I'm pretty sure. If, if, I'm it. pretty sure. I'm almost a certain that. DBZ did, but if okay. uh, Akame did, it's probably did. Oh, probably okay. So, oh, holy shit! Yeah. Oh, that made me cream in my pants. Um, <laughs> household, household for Dragon Ball Z Kai. Can I get a drum roll, please? One point two zero. That's in. That's amazing. Oh no 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 no! It doesn't stop there. <laughs> Akame got kill. Mm-hmm. 1.10. Oh, so oh. both of them got past the magic yeah. 1.0. Oh, exactly. wow. That's, ins- that's uh, amazing. Yeah. Insanity. That, that is just insane. So, And no, none of the other shows, uh, just to look, I'm not going to say the numbers, but none of the other shows got even close to one or even over one. 
Right. So, well, that, that, that's tough to do as you get it is, older, it is as you get later in the night. But um, it's it's tough enough to do at midnight. But I don't remember what I would have to. I don't think I have it right now. I, I'll look it up for next week and I'll talk about it. Yeah, I don't have Family Guy before it, but I don't think Family Guy did. I think uh, Dragon Ball Z might have beaten Family Guy. Yeah, I think it beat Family Guy before it. So. If that's the case, well, Whoa. it's going to be interesting to see what happens this weekend. So. That is uh, that is amazing. If they yeah. that now that's truly an accomplishment. If we beat Family Guy in the ratings, yeah. like in hard ratings. I mean, I'm I'm going to tell you right now. Like, look, I, I know we keep saying this every week, and people have made fun of us on Twitter for saying this, but that Cleveland show at three thirty, I think it was Cleveland show. Somebody said something about American Dad or whatever. I don't know. It's whatever American Dad, Cleveland show, or King of the Hill. One of those three. Yeah. Whatever it was at three thirty this week, like it was annihilated. Like the, the, I, I don't understand. Like it's like it's like how many times do I got to fucking say to Adult Swim, just give us the three thirty time slot? Because like I, I just sit there and laugh. I'm like, uh, <laughs> what? Do you just want to? Do you still want a show to fail there, or do you want to just put something there that actually works, like a tsunami show? Well, also, you know, uh, if we learned anything uh, before we had our scheduled compression earlier this year, yeah, it was that um, any th- well, we knew this a long time beforehand, but uh, anytime any ratings that we got after like you know two two thir- two a.m. two thirty a.m. that was all gravy, and uh, that was all s- shows that. Uh, Tsunami owned outright and this is kind of the same in that um uh these these are all fox shows that they have as part of their partnership with them so that's that's all you know money in the bank meaning they don't have to get really creative and tsunami doesn't have to expend any more money regard making more um you know making the uh promos and stuff or making the bumpers for these guys so so I say, you know, if they want to keep stuff the way it is, then let them keep it the way it is. It means all the more money to bank to keep it, to really uh, pull something uh, out of the hat, maybe for a uh, maybe for a really nice movie uh, during the holiday season. Roberto's Blood Trail. <laughs> I was thinking more the Stallone that saved Christmas. But <laughs> <laughs> the Stallone that saved Christmas. <laughs> so, um... Gushing about uh, our uh, ratings and, uh, you know, the breakingest of breaking news aside for Toonami, uh, I think it's time for us to move on to the trending, which is part of the news. And uh, all these times are Pacific, and uh, the numerals I give in- indicate trend position. Hashtag DBZ Kai trended at 922 and in the number 7 position. Akamega Kill trended at quarter of 10. Uh, in the USA, it trended three minutes later worldwide and again at 2.04 a.m. on the West Coast at number two. At least number two is where it peaked. Michiko and Hachin, <laughs> Michiko and, Hachin and Sword Art Online trended at number five. Ship- Naruto Shippuden trended at number six, or it's just hashtag Shippuden, excuse me. Uh, One Piece trended at seven till midnight with uh at the number four position and it trended with toonami right at the stroke of midnight i guess toonami was the pumpkin and uh attack on titan trended at 57 minutes past midnight with toonami and hashtag one piece in the number eight position 
And as I'm sure you probably gathered by this point, both Toonami and hashtag Toonami trend, trended, so that means another perfect night of trending. Keep up the good work, you f***ing pigs in human clothing. <laughs> Where's Carrie when you need her? I know, right? <laughs> you pigs in human clothing! I'm just uh, gonna go and get a bottle of booze. Uh, tr more notes about trending, and this first one I have a hard time believing considering it trended uh, the way it did, but Dragon Ball Z Kai had 2,106 tweets. Uh, Dragon Ball Z saw 7,933 tweets. Michiko and Hachin saw 3,089. Sword Art Online saw 2,236 tweets and also had a popularity increase of 2,800% at 10.51 p.m. Pacific. And One Piece had a popularity increase of 1,300% at 9 till midnight on the West Coast. Wait, sorry! Woo. That one's for you, Sketch. <laughs> yep, because we're all Eastern and Central now. You know it. <laughs> Dirty South. Oh. So, uh, we have ourselves some miscellaneous talkbacks now. Our good friend Josh Knighton says... PSA time. Smoking cigarettes all day will not let you use a Burning Ash Ninja attack, kids. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Burning Ash or Burning Ass? I don't know. Maybe the latter happens when you eat too much Buffalo Wild Wings. I know, it comes she out would, the back end real hard. Jim would know that. <laughs> oh, yeah. Trust me. <laughs> Mango Habanero. I love Mango Habanero Wings, but they sure as hell don't love me. Oh, no. Don't worry about it. We'll take the flaming challenge together one day. <laughs> the blazing challenge. <laughs> Hell yeah. At JCMon05, Jafus and Craig says, Give me a break. Give me a break. Break me off a piece of that spandom spine. That was f***ing awesome, dude. Uh -huh. So satisfying. I've said it a lot, but it bears repeating. Friggin' One Piece just knows how to give the viewers a payoff. They make you hate this character, hate this character, hate this character. Um, and then all of a sudden something happens that you sort of expected, but it's always so glorious that you can't help but go absolutely bonkers when it does happen. I mean, dude, just to see his spine just... I was like, oh, yes. yes. It was like a fatality, man, of a Mortal Kombat. <laughs> <laughs> at that faithful says what is game of thrones doing on tsunami <laughs> <laughs> i don't know but it needs to show more boobs <laughs> what it needs <laughs> what we need is an animated game of thrones show and that would be awesome mm. yeah we need to get on that jim yeah also we need to get they also need to get on with it with the dragons but anyway <laughs> At Star Overlord says, Well, I guess you can say that Captain Ginyu croaked. Yeah, he had a frog in his throat. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, oh, what's that Kermit just sipping on that tea? <laughs> <laughs> That's the deal with it uh, meme. <laughs> I know that's none of my business, though. <laughs> <laughs> Allison strikes again at Meowth 900. Don't know what Michiko saw in that guy that looked like the rapist from Sword Art Online and sounded like Shao Tucker from FMA. <laughs> oh, man. That is so f***ing true, though. <laughs> Gotta love Allison for that one. At Lord of the Suplex says, 
Well, someone had a bit too much of Darrell's stockpile. That's a fucking lie. That's like Fort Knox. Unless <laughs> I'm willing to share it with you, you ain't getting a damn thing. It's secured like Fort Knox. <laughs> hey, now nah, that's what happens when you try to drink with me. <laughs> well, to get to Darrell's booze, you have to get through voice recognition, direct retinal scanners, and fingerprints. Uh, all kinds of biometric stuff that, eh. Unless you're the Terminator. And even if you're the Terminator, you're not breaking. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> uh. And finally, at Gamer for Life one two three with another one. At least Hotchin got her hair washed. Yeah, consider it smelled like ass. <laughs> Your hair smells man, like Monica, ass. <laughs> man, Monogreal had me going with that one, man. I oh mean, you know, God. this was kind of like a more laid back episode, but it was still so good. It was just calming and relaxing the whole time. It was, and that music, man, it was fantastic. Yeah, I know that. That's what made it. The music really made it, but the episode was just like. It was so laid back, mm-hmm. you know, it's just like that. It's that bebop formula, you know, mm-hmm. that, that well, we kind of have to remind people of sometimes. It brings me back to something that um, Shinichiro Watanabe said when Jose and I interviewed him um, la- uh, last year, at, not last year, but the year before, uh, at Otakon. And he said that he believes the music is just as much a character to the series as uh, any of the characters in the cast. So having... Watanabe on his music director, which I swear him and uh, Jason are like two peas in a pod when it comes to that stuff. Um, It's, uh, you know, it's the music that really makes the show. And when you think about it, he he did the same thing with Space Dandy as well. Oh, yeah. What do you what do you think of when you think of Watanabe uh, and stuff? And it's it doesn't even have to be him being paired with Yoko Kano. It's just. It's just, you know, Watanabe, great stories and great action and incredible music. Exactly. It's like he got the Midas touch for it. Oh, yeah. (laughs) That would be amazing if I could just somehow get Shinichiro Watanabe and Jason DeMarco in the same room together. I'm sure it's happened, but I want to see it like myself. Oh, I'm sure that would be an explosion. (laughs) There wouldn't be enough. uh, it, It would cause like a collapse in the space awesome continuum or something <laughs> damn dude you read my mind jim you read you know what you gotta quit doing that man we hang around each other too much <laughs> now this is like finishing each other's sentences having the same thoughts yeah this have, how many weeks in a row now two three i think it's three yeah <laughs> something along those lines i know this is scary it kind of is but what isn't scary well actually i guess you could say it is scary how well Akame got killed, did? But a, but a win. <laughs> and guess what? That's our topic for this week. We're rolling out the red carpet for Akame got kill. And guess yeah. what? We're gonna get yourself right into the episode recap. Prepare your buttholes because it's coming at you right now. No lube. <laughs> Akame Ga Kill, Episode 1, Kill the Darkness. Our hero Tatsumi heads for the capital despite warnings about the area's dark nature as he needs to raise money for his village. Shortly after arriving, Tatsumi is robbed by a woman named Leon and has to sleep in the, sleep in the streets. However, he is invited to the manor of a young rich girl named Arya who takes pity on him. 
As he waits for his best friends Sayo and Ieyasu to arrive in the capital, Tatsumi learns of an assassin group called Night Raid, whose members are wanted for numerous murders, all targeting the rich and landed gentry. Think Dexter meets Robin Hood. One night, the group appears and starts killing Arya's guards and her parents. Tatsumi faces off against Night Raid member Akame to protect Arya, but their duel is interrupted by Leon, the same woman who robbed him. She reveals to Tatsumi that Arya and her parents have tortured several people, people from the countryside, including Ieyasu and Sayo, the latter already being dead. Tatsumi kills Arya just before Ieyasu dies, and Leon, impressed with Tatsumi's ability to kill mercilessly, invites him to join Night Raid. Uh, all I could say about this episode was adrenaline shot. <laughs> yes, I only, told people. Only two words I have for this episode. Go ahead, Darrell. Oh, man, it was awesome, man. Like we told people like when we um, when we was talking to Miles Thomas, me and Sketch, when we did the other podcast, I told people that it was going to be good. And I told them that it was praiseworthy of being played on Toonami because, you know, I did hear a whole bunch of naysayers, but it's got a bunch of serious notes to it. And, you know, it has comedy in it, but it's dark comedy. But it just works itself in so well because you get action from the very beginning. And, you know, with some anime, you know, it kind of works up to that at times. But, mm -hmm. you know, Akami Got Killed just comes in with it. And, you know, your main character is like a little cocky badass, which is yeah. awesome. And, you know, he gets robbed by a big boo woman. Blondie. <laughs> yes, he played does. By, played by Allison Keith, who was also Misato Katsuragi in Evangelion. Yes, but, you know, I really have to give, like, Brittany Karbowski her props, man, for playing Arya, man. All the little psychotic shit she said, man. I was like, yes, yes. And then Tatsumi just kills it. Yeah. Tatsumi just blanks out, turns into a cold hearty killing, just cuts her down, man. That and was... but he did it like a boss, man. He did it like a boss. No remorse at Morris, all. Total slaughter. You know, and the fact that Ieyasu got to see it, man, and... You know, before he passed, you know, before he died, man, I was like, you know what? That's poetic justice right there. Mm -hmm. He got to see the person that killed Sayo and him before he went. Basically, Arya went first, and that was the sweetest melody ever. Mm -hmm. Well, if I could comment on this, because I actually saw the episode. Go right oh, ahead. my gosh. I'm just as surprised as you are, Darrell. Oh, that's what happens when we have technical difficulties and I have on demand. Um <laughs> <laughs> So, let's see. Number one, I've never seen so much blood in my whole entire life. Not even watching the Helsing, then. <laughs> yeah, that's true. I didn't watch Helsing. But number two, <laughs> like I, I like where that I can't think of the the one uh, that rich family that the the mother was walking through the halls, the dark hallway, and like two seconds later, she's cut in half on the floor. Yeah, <laughs> like, I'm like, okay. Oh yeah, and then. I get the feeling. I get the feeling that this is going to be a lot like Attack on Titan in that everybody, those who die, do so unceremoniously. Oh yes, definitely. <laughs> and um, wow, he just—he didn't even like—he didn't even blink when he killed when he killed that girl. Like he's just like, he's like, so you tortured both of my friends. Slice sword back in the sheath. <laughs> I'm just like, all right, I'm hooked. I'm good. Let's get this going. Dude, that's what you want in a friggin' he is like, session, dude. He is a fucking badass. Like, I'm just like, 
So this guy is going to fuck a bunch of people up, isn't he? <laughs> well, we got 24 episodes to find out what's going to go down. Exactly. <laughs> One down, 23 to go, baby. Oh, yeah. So uh, I just have to say that this was a lot of fun. Uh, it was a good, it looks like this could be a good junk food show. Uh, don't come into Akamega Kill looking for anything regarding, um, uh, up some love for real. yeah, don't, don't think you're getting Ghost in the Shell or Evangelion out of this because you're not going to, <laughs> no, you're just going to get something that's a hell of a lot of fun. And, um, if uh, we get a body count uh, somewhat uh, approaching Helsing's, then I'd call that a success. Mm. <laughs> do we need to do a bi- um, body count drinking game? No, because <laughs> if we do, well, I have a feeling that all the booze I have on my thing won't last. And I feel like Jim will be in the toilet for the rest of the night. <laughs> not in, not in the toilet, in the friggin' hospital, get my stomach pumped. <laughs> Okay, well, I didn't want to go there, but I guess, okay. It's okay, it's like, where's Darrell? Oh, Darrell's just sleeping it off. Like, I'm waking oh. up early in the morning. Where's Darrell? Sleeping it off. Oh, sh. <laughs> the sad thing is, I wake up, like, perky in the morning, man. Oh. After a heavy night of drinking. <laughs> Seriously. That's, that's what happens. Darrell drinks, in the, drinks all night and wakes up in the morning and do it all again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's all I could say. If it puts to, if Darrell... <laughs> Sleep has to sleep it off, then there's no hope. <laughs> and all I have to say to uh, transition us into this next part. Oh God, I don't want to see the talk back. <laughs> well, uh, unfortunately, uh, because it, we're rolling out the red carpet for Akamega Kill, I did decide to um, overload on talkbacks a little bit because there were some good ones this week. I was very impressed. Yeah, I, I was very impressed with how good a lot of these talkbacks were. So, yeah, I gotta say, we get y'all, y'all get a Jose standard talk back. Oh yeah, here's what I say: is that um, if you make your talkbacks good, we'll read them. Make it so I want to have to choose. I want to make painful decisions when it comes to whose talkbacks to uh, read and whose to omit. Make right. my job tough, guys. That's what I ask. <laughs> and and here's the thing: like if since we only have two rundowns now we can we can go about 10 talkbacks yeah, so we can have more yeah we can have more talkbacks because we don't have to worry about uh three shows right. anymore <laughs> and, and if if there's a lot of them that are good we may extend it a little bit more because well this is this it's is all about you biggest season premiere for <laughs> adult swims tsunami so yeah. and it is all no. about you because i mean hey guys why are we here because of you guys why is tsunami here because of you guys exactly so I mean, you guys, you guys keep everything going. Without you guys, we're just talking into thin air. <laughs> so anyway, to the Akamega Kill talkbacks, at Arthur Mesa, hey Arthur says, I loved this episode of Akamega Kill. So much of Tom's favorite color red. <laughs> Copyright <laughs> infringement somewhere? <laughs> I don't think so. At Tarzana, hey Jen. Monkey nuts. Yeah. Says, I didn't like how they changed the focus from his friend's death and them being, then him being recruited. Way too soon. No, no, no. It's never too soon to recruit a cold-blooded killer. You need more. <laughs> Especially when you're surrounded by ladies like Tasumi is. Bastard. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I know. 
But these ladies are deadly. They can kill you. Mm-hmm. At Star Overlord says, Akame Ga Kill feels like it wants to be Berserk, but it has the maturity level of Naruto, so it just ends up feeling weird. Mm. No, not on the level of Berserk. No, have you seen Berserk? I assume he kind of has, but this definitely delves into hyperbole because to my knowledge, because uh, I haven't read the manga because as I always say, say it with me now, kids, the books do not f***ing matter. Uh, there's no, um, like, you know, political style rape in this, um, in, no. uh, I can make a kill like there is in Berserk. And, and we all know about Berserk. And Berserk is even bloodier. Don't e- I will not have this argument. <laughs> no, go back, rewatch Berserk if you have, if you have seen it or if you haven't seen it, watch it. Yes. And then make the comparison. It's good. As bloody yes. as bloody as it is, Berserk is a wonderful series. You should watch it. Exactly. So at Killatubby, Benjamin Pajon says, This show has a full metal alchemist kind of feeling with the tone it goes to lighthearted to super fed real fast. I like it. <laughs> yeah, it does have some of those little undertones here and there. Yeah, it kinda does. I mean I can I can see it, you know, but um I mean a lot of shows pull that Jekyll and Hyde stuff to make the Highs higher and the lows lower. At Cody GGPR says, Wow, Akame Ga Kill just took a really dark turn. It went from fairy tale to Helsing real quick. It will never be fairy tale, okay? But Helsing, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but it will never have the blood, the amount of blood that um, Helsing had. And it's Plus, not- there's no fucking helicard. And there's no Crispin Freeman. <laughs> I know, right? He's a joy to listen to. He's a joy to listen to. Speaking, I know, man. His voice is so fucking melodious, man. So velvety, dude. Even at MomoCon, dude, I just want to say, "Ah." (laughs) Wait, 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 Darrell, Darrell, say that big word again. What these nuts? No. (laughs) Oh, oh, my bad. Go get the crane. No, melodious. (laughs) Melodious. Oh God! Say it again. Don't be getting campy with me, okay? <laughs> but but this is a campy podcast. Okay. <laughs> Enough of the million dollar words, ladies and gentlemen. We have some we have some salt to read. At Lord Woo-hoo. of the Suplex, going by this first episode alone, this feels like some fourteen year old nerd's fanfic. Hopefully, it gets better. Hateful much there, dude. Somebody, feels like that might have been your fanfic. Somebody's compensating. Yeah, I compensate, all right. (laughs) (laughs) I use magnums. (laughs) Jesus. At Rob Barracuda says, Akame got killed. So who hired Frank Miller to write an anime? (laughs) That's a good point right there. Because it was bloody and deliciously good. Oh, yeah. With with nice comic on tones, though. Who knows what we'll get next? Who knows what we'll get this coming Saturday? Who knows? I just want to see more boobies. JCMon05 with this uh, wonderful tweet. Remember all the killing in Kill a Kill? Me either. Akame Ga Kill is the real killing show. He's right. Yeah. That was a little bit of death in Kill a Kill, though. A little bit, but not as much as the uh, body count I foresee with um, uh, Akame Ga Kill. Yeah, it's going to be great. Mm-hmm. At Mr. Tibbs sums up the episode this way. 
Akame got killed episode 1. Tatsubi gets to capital. Robbed by boobs. Meets cute girl. Kills cute girl. Taken by rainbow assassins. <laughs> I, ima- I imagine being robbed by boobs is like these two giant mammaries come in, like slap him with a nipple and then take his money in the cleavage and just like hops away. <laughs> well, you know, boobs can hypnotize you, man. Looking to the nipples can be dangerous. <laughs> they certainly can. But I, I, just the mental image I had of like two giant mammaries hopping up and down the street. <laughs> Dude, I just pictured it. It is so wrong. <laughs> then <laughs> they're just pimp slapping someone with a nipple or something like that. I don't know. <laughs> At Ryan, I could definitely see Durrell doing that. <laughs> it's like two friends, really, really, really lewd and surreal Halloween costume that one year. (laughs) (laughs) Knowing what goes on in Salem, I wouldn't be a bit surprised if somebody went down North Street, you know, dressed like that. (laughs) Shoot. Who knows, dude? Maybe one day I dress up like a friggin' sperm cell. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, this is how reproduction happens. I'm gonna crack an egg. I had a friend in high. <laughs> Jesus Christ! Quick aside: I had a friend in high school who legit went as uh, a toilet, went as dinner, uh, a voting booth, and uh, his and uh, a front lawn uh, while he was in high. While I went to high school with him, he went up as <laughs> he dressed up as those for Halloween. <laughs> Sweet! It was awesome. At Rhyme Helix says, "I'd say Tsunami was good with Hakame Ga Kill coming into its own." Tatsumi's VA wasn't that bad, but still not my preference. I don't know if I'd say Akamega Kills come into its own yet, because that would mean that it has, you know, it establishes its identity, and we don't know enough about this series to say, yes, this is Akamega Kills identity. Well, you know, some of us have seen episodes, you know, the whole series, but yeah, you know, yeah, I'm yeah. not giving in the spoilers. Yeah, I'm yeah, just yeah. Some people saw it already on streaming. Yes, sir. At M Morse 1017, Batfan Mike says, learning that Leon is voiced by Allison Keith is such a thrill. Big fan of Evangelion. Me too. Yes, I know Jim was just squeeing with joy because he is a yeah, we know how he wants you look, Hisaragi. Yes, Misato is the only girl only anime girl I've ever truly crushed on. <laughs> Damn shame, man. I got so many white booze these days, man. I have to pay hell of alimony. <laughs> <laughs> why do you think I? Why do you think I keep it, keep it strictly to one? I can only afford one girlfriend. <laughs> you know I believe in the master harem plan. <laughs> <laughs> At Piero Junior, Claudio L. Piero Junior says, "Why are the nightclub members the d- nightclub? It's night raid, silly. Raid. Why are the night raid members the discount kill a kill cast?" They're not the discount kill-a-kill cast. I can't say that for sure yet because I don't really know any of them outside of Akame and Leon. Look here, sometimes you just gotta have new people, okay? <laughs> the old guard is still fine to have, which we did here, you know, some, we did here Brittany, and we got some, uh, you know, veteran voice actors and actors on here, but hey, come on, give the new people a chance too. Damn, we can't have everybody on everything. And besides, what if they're working on another project and you can't exactly. get Exactly. So this last one wasn't really a talkback, but uh, I found it funny enough that I had to include it. Uh, Meowth900, Allison, says, 
didn't know at Tarzana was in this show is a pretty tiger lady. Yes. <laughs> Those boobs got way bigger. Oh, yeah. Honk, 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 honk. Honk, honk. <laughs> so, uh, well, what is, what is left to say about Akamega Kill without us just padding time out? Dude, I wish I could just do a couple of lines on coming a kill, man, and just <laughs> let it go up my nose and just mess up my my with Gata, man. Wow, that went a little far. <laughs> Shut up, dude. That's the kind of way I'm feeling right about now, he dude. He just chops up the Blu-rays into a fine powder and then... <sighs> yeah, that's right, man. Just soak it in and just let it go to the brain. <laughs> I have a feeling that this show is going to be just 100% um, adrenaline and, uh, you know, sweat, sweat and adrenaline and everything else that gets you hyped up. It's like Red Bull mixed with adrenaline and crack. <laughs> Actually, mm. I don't know. I don't know about crack. You have to do a long, you have to go a long, long way to beat the uh, coked upness of uh, Kill a Kill. But... And if really, anime if anime was a drug, kill a kill would actually be crack, man. You you summed it up quite well, Jim. China white crack. <laughs> yeah, baby. Oh there. <laughs> Only the best for us. <laughs> Hold on. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh Lord. Oh uh, boy. So um yeah, I thoroughly look forward to Akamega Kill the second episode and from the sounds of it it looks like that uh sentai shows are going to do well on tsunami well it's hey, just yeah. it's just one week so let's not get ahead of ourselves but well no i'm not gonna get ahead of ourselves but i do think that it's going to do very well if we're pulling a million every week this is going to be better than sentai um better for sentai than the old adv ever did uh on the original tsunami which if you guys remember adv were, were the guys that uh, provided a bunch of stuff for Giant Robot Week, and that didn't do so hot. So, I miss Giant Robot Week. You people suck. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I was not happy for missing most of Giant Robot Week. I got to watch it, dude. Yeah. But anyway, uh, we are on to an email. We have a listener email from Sakyo Kurayami, and he says, Wow, I can't believe that one of my favorite Sentai Filmworks shows is a part of the Tsunami lineup. I thought they'd rebroadcast the dub on Anime Network Video On Demand, but this is even better. This is going to be one hell of a show. P.S. Anaplex USA hopefully has plans for a new Fate Stay Night Unlimited Blade Works to air on Tsunami in the future if they can squeeze in a time slot for it. Best regards, Sakyo Kuriyami. Let me answer uh, you that. Don't know. Go ahead, well, let me answer that, because um, the dub for um, Fate Stay Night, the new Fate Stay Night, I believe, has uh, already come out, and uh, they were able to get a lot of the cast from Fate Zero to return. But I believe it's already up on Netflix, and usually, uh, if it goes up on Netflix, I have a feeling it's not really going to come to Toonami. But here's another reason, is because, and this is probably the more important one, is that um, Fate Episode. is... Fate is a very slow-moving series, especially in its first half. And uh, with, with regard to Fate Zero, uh, as much as I love that show to pieces, because I haven't come across a Ganonobuchi show that I haven't liked yet, um, it's really good. It's also way too slow for Toonami, because people, I think, would... Dr the regular audience would drop it 
after exactly. uh, a few episodes because uh, it just there are there are teases of fights before there are actual fights and then there's a lot of politicking and a lot of uh, a lot of behind the scenes stuff a lot of stuff that adds to the story and to narrative depth but doesn't necessarily make it good to broadcast on an action block would I welcome Fate Zero to Toonami? Absolutely. Do I think it's a good fit to Toonami? No. If you thought Shippuden was fucking slow, <laughs> hey, at least the story, at least uh, the talking serves a purpose in Fate Zero. But right. uh, also, well, also hour long first episodes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's not gonna happen. <laughs> yeah. you know, I mean, it didn't stop it. didn't stop him with Helsing Ultimate, but at least there was precedent there because Helsing Ultimate had um, at least all of Helsing Ultimate's um, episodes were um, were you know at least an hour long when you added in commercials. Well, I don't think that we'll see that. More or less, like I do think that we will end up seeing Log Horizon probably. I hope more or less. Kind of like in a, not in premiere slot because it's already been out, but more in like a, maybe the back end kind of thing. Maybe it would be where Sword Art is now, you know, right. something like yeah. that. Um, you know, the back end, uh, the back end of the new stuff, I guess you could say. Right. Um, yeah. The back scrap. As long yeah, and, as it's before, as long as it's before Shippuden, I don't care. But <laughs> well, no, I, I think I, honestly, I think Shippuden's going to stay where it is. Um, I think what we may see and. You know this. This is this is looking at the ratings and just taking a guess. But I I don't foresee One Piece staying at two thirty. I foresee that getting moved back to the last slot. Mm. Um, and I think that there'll be something newer at two thirty because mm. it makes it more of a chance coming off of Ship It and now that Ship It in is doing a million again where it is mm. for something to do um, over a million there. So. Right. Uh, you know, that, that's that's what I think is going to happen. I, I'm not I'm not I don't want to hurt anybody's One Piece fans out there. I don't want to hurt your feelings or anything like anything like that. But, you know, One Piece is doing very well. OK, that's I, I don't want to for its time you know, slot. It's doing fantastic. Yeah, <laughs> it's doing fantastic for its time slot. But I think that being how Adult Swim it is, and as you had alluded to earlier, you know, the shrinking of the block. You know, it, we could see Adult Swim be like, okay, well, let's move that back to like three and let's put something newer at 2.30 because I think that would I, I think that would actually help Toonami do higher ratings back there. And it probably would actually help One Piece too, mm -hmm. you know? So, I mean, again, it's all about getting the ratings and it's all about helping all these shows because as much as I'm not like one of those big fans of One Piece, I feel like it's and I know I'm going off on a small little tangent here, and I won't go too much farther. But shut um, up, tangent boy. <laughs> I just feel like One Piece kind of gets like the people bad give ends. One Piece a shaft, man. No, I, I feel like it gets the bad end of the bad end of the stick, so to speak. Meaning, mm -hmm. like you know, any way that they would have started the series, like they started it what, like episode 200 was it? Yeah, they started it. Um, yeah, I think around 200 at long run long. Right. It might have been a little bit more, a little bit less, whatever. Um, I feel like if they had started it a little bit later in the series, they might have done more ratings. Mm -hmm. But I also don't know 
if they would have started it from the beginning, how it would have done. Because I kind of I, I have a sneaking suspicion that it might have actually done a lot better if it started from episode one. Now, granted, HD wouldn't have kicked in until episode two hundred, but still, you know, I don't really care about the HD portion. Just be you know, surprised start, who does. Yeah, just start That's from the beginning. Problem. Like there was a lot of people out there that were like, yeah, just start from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And I, and I, and I kind of think, you know, it, that was kind of a hard choice Tsunami made. Did they make the right one? I really can't say because it's one piece is everywhere on the internet now. So why it isn't, no, I think doing, they were just, yeah, I'm just go ahead. Why it isn't doing, why it isn't capable of pulling a million. I don't get, um, I don't even, get it either. Even, even when it was new and it was given the chance to succeed around, you know, 1am and stuff like that. People weren't watching it. People, I remember be, everybody being so stoked that they picked it up. And guess what? People haven't been watching. I've been, I've screamed, I've yelled, I've pleaded, I have begged. Um, yeah, I have done, I have done everything short of baked cookies to get people. We ain't to, baking no cookies for these motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> these ungrateful schmucks. I ain't, I ain't oh, making anything God. for them. But uh, yeah, I've, I've done everything i can to get people to watch one piece and if people aren't going to watch it during any's lobby then i i don't know what to say to you people i i really am out of words and this doesn't happen often i am out of words for those who are just not watching one piece we we had it when it was new we had it when it when it was on hd when it was you know premiering those episodes that never been before seen on tv and stuff like that you didn't watch them, and you're not watching it now. So, right. and and then you know people complain about it being on too late. Well, guess whose fault that is? Yeah, yours, mother. Exactly. I, I mean, I, I, that that's the reason. That's the whole reason why Adult Swim, not just Tsunami, but Adult Swim won't move it up because it's not going to do better. You people aren't well, watching you don't, it. No, well, no, no, no. It could do better, but the problem is, is they don't want to take the chance because it's not doing better in the time slots that it is. Where it is right now, it's doing wonderfully. But again, you know, I, you know, it's the only the only logical conclusion I can come to is because it's out on so many services that you can view, and not just that, but you can get the newest episodes out there. Yeah, on DVD. You know, exactly. So why are you gonna come and watch whatever episode is on Toonami now when you can watch the newest episode? You know, out there on, I want to. I don't remember what it's. Is it on Hulu? It's on Hulu. Well, it's on Crunchyroll. Right. Um, Funimation Texas. has it. You know, so it's on at least three different streaming right. uh, website, legal streaming sites. Exactly. So that's that's kind of the reason why it is where it is. Shippuden, Shippuden kind of has the. Shippuden's been having Shippuden's been having its DVD releases from. Um, uh, from well, this, yes, but I, I also I also think that it's not on as many platforms though because it is it's, I believe the new episodes are on Hulu. It's on Crunch. No, it's on Crunchyroll. Yeah, on Crunchyroll. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because I just saw um, okay. episode four twenty three today. Was that English dub? Hell no, it's sub motherfucker. Yeah, well, subs, I'm talking about English dub. Yeah, well, subs uh, aren't. Uh, are oh, that's only right. Crunchyroll's making Crunchyroll. subs too. Yeah, so Crunchyroll what, what I'm talking about stuff. <laughs> What, what I'm talking about is the English dub. Like the English yeah. dub is for Shippuden is not out there as much as One Piece. And I think that's why Shippuden benefits mm-hmm. because people 
A, are watching it from the beginning, which was a good thing, might I add. Mm-hmm. And number two, you know, it's also not available everywhere. So that because of those two things, that's why Shippuden's doing well. One Piece, that's the problem. If it wasn't so far into the series as it is, we probably wouldn't be having this issue. And to be honest with you, we probably would not have One Piece at 2 a.m. 2, 2.30 a.m. We would have it probably up closer to 12.30, 1 o'clock. You know, I'm not going to bitch, but, you know, I'm a big Bleach fan. Everybody knows that. But, you know, at the same time, I have to give One Piece's props, too, because, you know, Oda does a good job with his um animation and his storytelling. And, you know... I'm asking everybody, man, to give One Piece the same goddamn respect you did with Bleach while it was still on Toonami. I, I mean, yeah, I talk to Steve Yerko about, you know, Bleach being better than One Piece, you know. Oh, you but, always talk to him anyway. But, <laughs> but, that, but that's besides <laughs> the point, you know. You know, I'm supporting One Piece. You know, I might not be the biggest fan of it, but I still like it, though, because there are many aspects of One Piece that I actually enjoy, you know. And I just don't see why it's not doing the numbers like, you know, like I said, like Bleach and everything else is. People, if you want to get it to move up to a high time slot, then you got to watch it. Make it break a million because when they said it was coming back, I was stoked about it because I thought about the, you know, the four kids dub and which, you know, we ain't going to talk about that. But that, you know, the Funimation dub is way better and I'm just happy to have One Piece back on and I don't want to lose it again because... I really do enjoy watching it, despite you know, the you know the shit I give it. But I gave Bleach too, and I love Bleach. Mm-hmm. So there's a, and you know as a, as a quick aside, um, I think years ago that um, that uh, joke of a dub uh, ended up doing a lot of damage to One Piece's public perception, not just among anime fans, but among people in general uh, in the long run. I think so. But uh, that's another topic for another time. Yeah, I think we, I feel, we actually just did I, another topic. <laughs> yeah, and I feel like uh, for something like that, we would have to call in the guys from the One Piece podcast. We could have like a, a topic of like, uh, what's wrong? With like One a little roundtable. What's wrong yeah. with One Piece? You know, I, I, you know what? I honestly think that would be a good that would be a good uh, podcast topic. Mm-hmm. We need uh, I think. we need at least Zach Logan on, which we haven't right, had either yeah. Zach or Steve on in a long time. Oh, so we, we could do that. Hey, we can try and see if we can do it this week. We'll see. Maybe you never know, but um, if you guys want to comment on this because we it will be a topic coming up, um, sometime, <laughs> sometime. Hashtag tsunami talkback. Um, tweet us at tsunami at tsunami news or more. It would be better if you tweeted us at tsunami podcast, the uh, the home of the tsunami faithful uh, podcast. podcast network. So if you guys want to just you know use hashtag tsunami talkback, let us know what you think. About one piece and what can be done about it because it's not doing bad it's not doing anything where you know it's going to get taken off the block that's not going to happen it's that's not, not an imminent it's not in imminent danger of cancellation if that's if i'm sorry if it we made it sound like it is we yeah. just feel one piece should be doing better than it is right and, and yeah. it should but you know again if just give us your thoughts on why you think one piece isn't doing as well as it should be even though it is still doing well mm-hmm. so but uh, I think it's time to hear your feedback. Oh, yeah. <laughs> hey, and like I said, make my jo- with those Toonami talkbacks, make my job difficult. Give me some good yeah. ones. Yes. I'm not All looking right. for Shakespeare. I'm just looking for something. Uh, I'm just looking for good stuff. Exactly. 
So anyway, uh, you know what, Paul? Uh, you always do the closing procedures, so I guess it's your turn to uh, take us home. It is my turn to take us home. Mm-hmm. Stand over. He's the DD. <laughs> Paul's the DD. <laughs> the DD. No, no. Okay. So, as usual, you can email us podcast at tsunamifaithful.com. Give us your feedback and Tsunami Talk back there, as well as any comments or whatnot about the podcast. It has to be about the podcast, nothing else. Podcast at TunamiFaithful.com is our email. Please rate and review the podcast on iTunes and Stitcher. Uh, if you guys are looking for us, just search Tunami Faithful Podcast. That's simple on one of those apps, and you can find us there. Um, I believe Stitcher also works on the iPhone, so if you don't like iTunes, you can always use Stitcher as well. Um, our main hub, though, is SoundCloud.com. That is where our podcast gets fed out of. Um, it's soundcloud.com slash tsunami faithful podcast. All of our episodes are there from episode one up to the most and more recent episode that we have. Um, please like us there. Please follow us there. Um, comment on each podcast as you're listening. We would love to see that. Give us some feedback there. And, you know, you can also download it there. So please, uh, soundcloud.com slash tsunami faithful podcast. Do follow us there as well. Uh, you can like us on Facebook. It's facebook.com slash Toonami Faithful Podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Toonami Podcast. And as always, you can tumble with us on Tumblr. It's toonamifaithfulofficial.tumblr.com. And for all the old episodes, including our exclusives, which, as I said, I will be putting those up along with other things that I'm doing with this CD coming out, which I will allude to in a, in a moment here. Um, it is podcast.tunamifaithful.com and just click the Tunami Faithful podcast uh, link at the top of the page. That will give you everything that you're looking for and, you know, there you go. Uh, finally, just one other thing, uh, Patreon. We have what's called a Patreon, which is a way for you guys to uh, help us out with uh, our financial situation. Uh, Patreon.com slash podcast. We have a couple prizes there. Um, we would love to take suggestions for other prizes, but uh, this allows you to come on the show, pick the topic, and some other things that I have going on there. Um, and get some abuse from Derail. <laughs> <laughs> so if uh, you guys could donate, anything would help, even if it's just a dollar a month. You could do a hundred dollars a month. That would that would definitely help. <laughs> we'll also but, take your soul <laughs> for a hundred dollars, so, girlfriend. For a hundred dollars a month, you have you would have uh, a lot of things, including our eternal uh, thanks if you donated a hundred dollars a month to the podcast. You know, yes. and I have to I have to talk to Sketch about this, but I was kind of thinking of maybe doing a bigger prize per month, like maybe fifty dollars a month, where if you donate fifty dollars a month, you can host one podcast every six months mm-hmm. or something but like I, that. We're something like the, that. We're still in the incubation phase on that one. So yeah. uh, don't look out for some new prizes coming soon. We'll, we'll talk about it and figure it out, but I will even freaking call you and have a five minute conversation with me. <laughs> I don't think where I actually abuse you. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say, nobody wants to have a conversation with you, we, but. <laughs> but we also, oh. ex- we also accept one time donations. If you can't make that monthly commitment, um, anything, uh, any amount is always graciously accepted. Um, and like I said, you know, even if you're, um, making, if you're making a donation, uh, as always, uh, you can get rewards up to, uh, picking the topic and joining us on the podcast for an episode. 
and right. uh, we always enjoy having we always enjoy having uh, fan guests uh, on the podcast. Oh, yeah, that, it's, it's that, always interesting it, like that. It is always interesting. And it's again, also it's, incredibly interesting to find out what Darrell actually says to them. <laughs> yeah, yeah, and Anyways. they actually found out more. Things. Yeah, these tend to find out things about me before the podcast. Yeah. Yeah, and like what the? Off. But anyways, yeah, like what the f- did I just get myself into? Exactly. But um, one other thing, real quick too. Um, if you guys just want to donate to us directly, if you go to tsunamifaithful.com, on the uh, the menu on the top of the the uh, the page, there is a uh, link for donate that will take you straight to our. Uh, paypal and you can just donate whatever so if you want to just do a straight up donation you can do that there you don't have to do a monthly one you could if you're donating like even if it's just a dollar and you just want to donate a dollar to us you know you can just do one dollar and just donate it at the uh, at our paypal so there's always that as well Every um, won't get it you won't get a prize but you know there again that's you know if you want to just help us and you don't want a prize there you go so but uh, it's time to get out of here. So, Darrell, where can they find you? Uh, you can find me at ukami underscore samurai7 at twitter.com. You can find me at ask.fm backslash ukami75. And if you want to send me any emails, you can do that at darrellmaddox at tsunamifaithful.com. Did you get any from, uh, what's his name, Oscar? Hell no, he pumped out. <laughs> mm-hmm. what I'm, I'm going to be interested to hear what uh, Chris says if he uh, gave you anything. So, well, stay tuned for that. Uh, Two Strangers, One Podcast. Um, Jim, where can they find you? You can find me at ZeroAlucard27 on Twitter. You can also find me on Nintendo Network at RinOku95 and on the PlayStation Network at Baystar underscore boy. And uh, as I am hosting this uh, podcast for the month, I will finally reveal my Toonami Faithful email address. Uh, any questions, comments, concerns, conundrums, whatever you got, uh, be sure to send it to me at jimnelson at tsunamifaithful.com. Okay. And as always, you can find me on Twitter. It's at Paul Pascrillo. Um, you can find me on Instagram. It's instagram.com slash Paul Pascrillo. I put an interesting picture up of some idiot parking across two parking spaces, which is so stupid. <laughs> Um, and you can also ask me questions. It's ask.fm slash And as I alluded to, I am also on another podcast. It's two strangers, one podcast.net. If you want to hear all of those episodes, including an episode with Darrell and sketch on it, where they pretty much where Darrell goes in on Oscar, which is hilarious. <laughs> and he got the new name, uh, pistol packing Urkel. <laughs> so if you want to listen to that episode, it's two strangers, one podcast.net, or you can uh, find us on Twitter at stranger podcast. So before we leave one real quick thing, since we re-recorded this, um, we are now starting to put out singles for, we are the faithful, the CD that tsunamifaithful.com is pretty much advertising. It's being put out by our other company, Geeky Inc. Productions. Um, the first song is out, and we will actually put that in this podcast, leading us out. So uh, you'll get to you'll get to hear a little preview of that. You won't get to hear the whole thing, but you'll get to hear a little bit of it. Uh, if you want to listen to that track, it's SoundCloud.com/slash Geeky Inc. Productions. It's there. Um, and if you want to buy the CD and you like, you like what you hear, because we will be releasing more singles, 
Um, it is geekyinkproductions.bandcamp.com. And just click on the album picture for We Are the Faithful, and you can pre-order the CD there. So, And some of that money will go to help us at tsunamifaithful.com to fund our stuff. Mm. So, Anyways, that's it for this week's podcast. Thank you, as usual, for listening to us. We really appreciate you guys listening each and every week. And again, if it wasn't for you guys, we wouldn't be doing this. So thank you for listening to the Tsunami Faithful Podcast. Peace. We're out. Kisses. Yeah. Sometimes the last resort is the only option, man. Yeah. She said she had to get this money though. She said her city was hurting, so riches were what she was hunting for. That's why she was leaving, told us don't follow up on the show. I told her we could get it, but she said that she was wanting more. Took that ambition back to the village, I get it, you don't want me in it. I'm not getting mad or offended. She pushed me away when I was the only man who could lift it to finish. Any business that she needed, handle the ending. I just dismantled the fences, but that's something you should already know. Walking their faces, talking before I deal the heavy blows. Like, you offer peace, you don't intend to abide. What's contradict all your movements? You only grim with your lies. Never bother reviewing any hope you sent off to die. I don't know it, but I see it. Never needed her to speak it, my belief. And her is needed cause I leave and she is weeping Eyes are leaking, fell your feet what you were breathing You were bringing that devastation The feeling never lies The body patches up but the soul forever cries I can sense the anguish I behold it in your eyes It calls me when you're acting every time